Hey guys, it's Dan. Uh, before we begin this episode, I just have an announcement. Uh, I just want to let everyone know that with the postponement of the Emerald City Comic Con, we have decided not to travel to Seattle. We were excited to meet other folks in the community, but health and safety is a priority. Uh, here's hoping that we can try again. All right, let's get on with it. Welcome to OD&D Presents, A Fistful of Dice, a Deadlands campaign. I am Jeff, the Marshal, and with me in Washington is... Heyo, my name's Josh, and I play Clem, a Confederate deserter. Nailed it. Got the right team this time. (laughs) (laughs) You you Uh... bet. You bat both ways. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, my name is Dan. I play Bartholomew Chamsworth of the Atlanta Chamsworths, a southern dandy who is now a banker. Okay, I play Alice, Al, Alice, Allie Taylor, who is a legitimate businesswoman. And what's your name? Oh, yeah, I'm Kimberly. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. I'm Ari. I play Franck Verneau, uh, French Mexican trapper. Nice. Nice. And who wants the white chip for telling us what happened last time? I'll do it. Last time, we, after we had defeated Frankenstein's monster, and I guess Frankenstein. Damn. No, Frankenstein yeah. was dead. Frankenstein's that's monster right. killed him. That's, that's correct. Um, we went to the tavern to spend the night and wait for the train to be repaired in the morning. And Jeff was like, nothing's really going to happen. We'll just get over to Salt Lake. And then I ended up doing a, an insane drinking contest because Clem can't get drunk. <laughs> ended up getting into a bar fight where Frank just wailed and knocked the guy out, like, in one hit. <laughs> uh, and then we... We bought an expensive drink from the bartender because of all the bullshit we pulled. And then we took the train the next morning. (laughs) Made it to Salt Lake. Uh, Jeff gave us some stuff to potentially give us work. We went to my uh, auntie and uncle's house. uh, Had dinner. Uh, I started my job. The ne- or I was going to, I think, the next day. Uh, we had dinner with them. It was, what, what, what did I say? Her name was something stupid, like Miltridge? Miltridge or something like that? Like, her name was Auntie Milty? Uh, I have Millicent written down. Millicent, okay. <laughs> um, and I don't think, did we meet my uncle? I don't think we did, right? I don't think we did. No, we um, didn't meet him, but you said his name was Hammond. Or at least that's yeah. what I have written down. Yeah, we did Hammond Champsworth. And then... Um, then uh, I think the the gals sh- shared a room, and then me and Horace shared a room, and Clem pitched a tent out on the patio. <laughs> uh, an actual canvas tent. Just well, you missed the obscene gesture that I made. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what happened last time. Ooh, I just moved the whole table with my knee. And now you know the rest of the story. Sounds good. Give yourself a white chip. I did. Now I'm at 10 chips. 
Having landed in Salt Lake, our posse is now ready to begin work. Will it go smoothly, or will it go the way everything else in this game has gone? Find out now on OD&D Presents A Fistful of Dice. We have information about our boy over there, right? And his Manitou. Yo, yes, yes. So before we started recording, we got a couple of um, dice rolls out of the way. And Clem now has complete control over his Manitou. Complete. More like Manitou. That's right. So that means it costs me quite a little bit uh, to be able to take over Clem, but uh, he still gets all of his powers. He's he's a scary little undead guy. Yeah, he's like a Superman's right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he also woke up refreshed. No nightmares. Oh, good. So. That poor boy. He's been through a Wonderful. Fighting for the Union Confederate Army and <laughs> dying. Dying at the Battle of Manassas Hill. Manassas Run. So. Going to undead parties that you didn't want to be a part of. All kinds right. of. All kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. All right. So, uh. Ellie, why don't you roll a d4 for me? I can't. There's a cat in the way. <laughs> okay, She's then choose a number day. between one and three. four. I got a three. <laughs> three. Okay. Yeah. So you guys have been in town now three days. Uh, wow, how'd you figure that out? <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> weaving no. a... a a tapestry of story. It's like you're, it's like you're throwing runes instead of dice. <laughs> so, uh, during that time, Jeb from the railway stopped by with a wagon and three bushels of apples that you guys had forgotten. Oh, I forgot about those uh, delicious apples. Thank you, Jeb. Along with some other uh trinkets <laughs> yeah. trinkets and goods that you had collected on your uh, <laughs> some shiny rocks <laughs> are we like four, Ooh, piece four of candy piece of candy um i you like can... shiny rocks thank you very much yeah. you know you do you guys are a little bit like pack rats yeah so. <laughs> yeah uh, oh, sorry to interrupt real quick, but yeah. in case it sounds weird or different, where I'm trying a whole new setup. Just heads up. <laughs> we got a dangling microphone, so no more table bangs. Just 
dangling. And, uh, no, I mean, it's a smaller we, we room. We did hear that. <laughs> I, well, yeah, but you don't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> uh, and no, uh, hopefully, no f- doing some echo absorption. We'll see what happens. No it's finger bangs, but plenty of number wangs. <laughs> that's number wang. That's number wang. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not number wang. <laughs> now it's time for wanging them. Anyway, we don't have to do the entire sketch. This is almost as bad as doing Holy Grail. <sighs> it's the surprising adventures of me. So take me chicken Caesar. Combat. <laughs> anyway. All anyway, right. they dropped off trinkets. What kind of trinkets were they? Uh, I don't know. You guys had collected some stuff. Some Iker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of dead bugs. Stuff. Yeah, you, you you guys had like belongings and stuff from you your did trip. Have belongings that... and stuff. You just left yeah. everything on the train. <laughs> you you. Well, I I would have actually. Yeah. <laughs> I would have expected someone a porter to bring it to my house. Yeah, yes. There you go. So that it was worked. the first day. Jeb came by and deposited all the stuff, and <laughs> I elbowed uh, Bartholomew. Tip, tip the men. You're Irish. Oh, faith and the Oh, I'm a French Irish Mexican. This is what happens when I'm in Salt Lake. <laughs> Deseret. So. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so yeah, you got your stuff from Jeb, and he says, "Oh, you know, if you ever want to do more rail work, just come on down to the Denver Pacific uh, Terminal, and and we'd sure love to have you riding the rails with us." I give him two Does bits as a tip, so well last time? and I was like, "Well, uh, I would love to, but uh, I uh, stopped my." Uh, my banking job tomorrow. Uh, I get one. Today's my my uh, my uh, uh, what, what do they call it when you skip a year? Call it, like before college. Gap year. This is my gap day before I start my banking job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm afraid I won't be able to help you at all. All right. Jeb is okay with this and kind of just waves his hand, smiles, and drives the cart back, presumably to the rail yard. I have to mark off 25 cents here. <laughs> uh, then the next day, uh, Bernie shows up again. He's, I'm not there. I'm at work. Feel the burn. Yeah. Well, he's <laughs> your he's your uncle's assistant. Oh, remember. got it. And he, he shows Absolutely up. Absolutely remember. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was writing down all of the stuff beforehand. Anyway. Uh Bernie shows up and says he has a little notebook and he has a bunch of little scribbles. Uh-huh. And he, he says, uh, Mr. Champsworth, Mr. Champsworth wants to, oh, um, um, uh, you, Mr. Champsworth, wants. You, you can call me Bartholomew. Okay, Bart. Okay. Okay. No, Bartholomew. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bartholomew. Your uncle, Mr. Champsworth, would like to see you at the bank. You can call him uh, uh, Mr. Champsworth. Okay, okay. Mr. Champsworth would like to see you now, Bartholomew. He he wants to get you set up. All right. So Sounds like a plan. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Before uh, he leaves, he pulls out a couple of uh, 
pieces of paper and hands one to Frank. <laughs> Why am I still there? <laughs> <laughs> you you are all are just... None of you have a home yet, so yeah. Oh, they're letting you stay. That's very nice of them. And you, he's you had some questions about the saltworms, and he hands uh, you a pa- piece of paper with a name on it. And the name is uh, Paul Siebert. S I B E R T. Yeah, that name sounds awfully familiar. And and an address written simply as the dockyards. Mm. Uh, e- bones, mercy. Yes. Was and it then, the dude on the train? Sorry to just. Yeah, the it. name sounds awfully familiar. Well. <laughs> just like fuck. <laughs> no, I'm like, eh, can't blame Pinnacle. Can't blame me. This is all. <laughs> <Pinnacle>. <laughs> The, the last adventure was Sea Birth, I think. Uh, oh, fucking craggy yeah. hands deceiving me again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like S E, and this is S I. Hey, I spelled it right. Good <laughs> job. So proud. So, so proud. And then um, the. Other note, he hands to uh, Ellie, Mm -hmm. and it uh, simply says, um, Junk Town, and gives an address, and it says, or he kind of mumbles, there's, you said you were looking to set up shop, There, Mm. there might be... Uh, some open real estate down there. It's kind of a sketchy part of town, but but you might be able to to make make an arrangement with with the landlord down there. Excellent. Thank you very much. So <clears throat> then, having done his appointed assistantly duties. Young duties. Clem just standing there with his hand out. <laughs> no, I feel I feel like this whole time Clem's been like hunting on Bartholomew's uncle's property, or you know, just kind of like <laughs> almost like war games. Like it, especially since he doesn't sleep now. <laughs> right. Like he pitches the... Wait, no, he does. Never mind. That was the yeah. All right. Let, let me. I'm he's full of crap there. Uh, but like. <laughs> He's, you know, he's got some good vigor going on. So he's like, as soon as the sun's up, he's up. He's like, made like maybe secret fortifications in the like decorative <laughs> bushes. You know, like if someone were to run into it, that have a bad time. He's like shooting at rabbits. So he's like, gone to... full on McAllister. He's, he's gone, yeah. is, he, is he like feral? <laughs> feral? Feral undead? He's just, he's just like, you know, kind of like pent up in this place. He's not. The most comfortable in so he's kind of like yeah going just a little wild little stir crazy it's been one day <laughs> <laughs> I, no, it's, it's been extremely three. 
It's been three days, but well, what, yeah. what is what was his goal for coming to Salt Lake? Just to get out of out of he's, the south? He's just looking to do some good in the world. So he really didn't have a goal like everyone else. Make up for his past redemptions. No, he's like yeah. being dead really has not set him back. No, <laughs> not not in his goals, I guess. <laughs> I feel like I honestly I feel like um, if anyone was gonna die, I might. <laughs> Hor- Horace wants to be a cowboy. That's his whole thing. So I feel like he would be with you doing yes. these. Oh yeah, he would be. Uh, he'd be trying whether or not you want him to. You'd be. He'd be going up. under. He'd be going. Under oh no, weight. Clem would be all into that. We're playing cards by my tent at night, <laughs> like, taking pot shots at like <laughs> random barrels out in yeah. The- that's his whole. That was peacocks. his. That was that was his whole purpose for coming out here. Like sneaking on the train was. He's like, oh, you're going out west. I want to be a cowboy like my cousin. Right. Yeah, yeah. We're we're having a good old time, just shooting at cans. And... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that that's this. <laughs> Bernie's like saying they're like awkwardly like. Trying to move towards the door while yeah. we talk about that. <laughs> well, Bernie just kind of sits there awkwardly. Usually. You know, he kind of looks at Horace and is like, D- are, are you okay, sir? Do you do you need anything? Are you okay hanging out with uh, or socializing with your cousin's friends? Mr. Zombie. Uh, Bernie won't know. Oh, yeah, how is he related? Horace related? Is it from this side of the family, Chamsworth, or is it from like the mom's side of the family? He has a different last name, so so from his mom's side. Yeah. Uh, Is mom well to do too, or just? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We're all very well known in Georgia for Southern royalty. Yeah. For for the sake of uh, Jeff's sanity, Horace uh, falls in with. the regular house staff at the Champsworth estate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like a sim, he kind of just wanders around the ground. <laughs> when he's, he, when he's not playing war, <laughs> war games with Clem. That's right. That's right. Flirts oh. with, flirts with uh, the maid. Chambermaid. <laughs> she doesn't well, give the time of day because he's like 16. Yeah. Carlotta. Yep. Well, well, so, howdy there, Bernie. You will have to forgive my ever-changing affectation, <laughs> as it does change as I travel across this uh, ever-changing vast expanse. <laughs> <laughs> that one was really well planned out. Um, and, and uh, you know, Bernie, if, if there's just any wrongdoings, that you, you get catch word of, I, I would surely appreciate if you pass that my way. All right. Well, thank you, sir. I will I will definitely Whoa. Now what, what exactly are you looking for? <laughs> uh n- ne'er do wells, sir. Ne'er do wells. Okay, well, you know, this is Salt Lake. This is where the saints live. You're not, you're not going to find very many yeah. ne'er-do-wells. But, but if I well, will... when you hear about those few, you just let old Clem know. There'll be, you know, less. <laughs> so, how does Deseret feel about 
the like super like the supernatural and stuff well so not without going into too many spoilers they <laughs> they know it's there right okay. so Darius Hellstrom is uh a huge well not Mormon himself mm. he is a huge resource and um he and Brigham Young have this weird relationship where they don't really trust each other but they understand keeping each other close kind of thing they're, they're frenemies hellstrom is the uh mad scientist evil genius uh he leads he's the head of hellstrom industries he was the primary rival of Smith and Robards. He uh, heads Wasatch Rails. He's one of the big bad evil guys of the setting. So, um, kind of a big deal. So, yeah. are the Mormons like in denial about the supernatural or have they just accepted it as like Satan's doing or. Oh, yeah, I mean, they. Like most of the people in the setting, the the average run-of-the-mill person um, doesn't even know it exists. But the higher up the food chain you get, um, the more aware of it they are and the more secret organizations there are out there trying to contain it. Right? So are so, we kind of like a little... like? A little more in the more savvy well, than we, the average yeah. now. Were we, it, when we saw the bugs and this Frankenstein and stuff, were we like, holy crap, this weird is stuff real. is happening? Or were we like, yeah, we're travelers. This is, we're used to I it. I feel like Allie already knew something. Yeah. I'm from the South, so I'm just superstitious, so. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you probably should have been more the former than the latter, but with the bugs but by the time you got to maxwell in purdy the you know bartholomew's response of oh god not again is probably okay <laughs> you know grit really is kind of the measure of how experienced you are with these things so i think you all have one grit right we now do. yes uh, for yeah. being harrowed i get an additional it says Add plus one to your character's grit after returning from the grave. Yes. Ooh. Well, yeah, I would imagine because you are one of those now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so you're a little so bit more is... familiar with it than the <laughs> right. average bear. So, since one of your travel companions is technically undead, you know, you you guys have definitely been awakened to the supernatural. You know, something's out there. You know, there are things that go bump in the night. Um, so we're not quite at Dresden level, but we're kind of like Murphy. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're you're like Murphy. Like, sh there's shit going on, but sh we're kind of solving it with how we know how to solve it. Yeah, <laughs> guns. But yeah. guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially Allie. <laughs> you're like. Uh, did you ever see that that show Warehouse Thirteen? 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. You're kind of like Latimer. You're you're Murphy working towards Latimer. Got it. <laughs> oh my God! There's going to be like five fandoms right in and be like, you know, <laughs> you're mixing your metaphors. Uh, I'm more like Xander. <laughs> Xander with a little bit of Phoebe. <laughs> Wait, which Phoebe? <laughs> Phoebe Buffet? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Right. Oh wait, I'm Willow mixed with Lily. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, got it. Okay. Alright, yeah. Well so. it's just my my question was kinda like if we run into a bishop, mm-hmm. is he and we're like, you know, trying to catch some vampire or something, are they going to be like, shh, don't spread this around, or are they gonna be like Crazy. Yeah. So going through a hypothetical here, yes. you you come across a vampire and, and you you guys know it to be a vampire, you search it out. You go talk to somebody about it. A run of the mill bishop probably is gonna think you're crazy. Okay. A stake president uh, uh stake president is that because they hunt vampires <laughs> yes <laughs> i know way too much about how the church works um <laughs> a, a stake president probably knows that there is more out there once you and might pass it up the food chain okay. once you get above them uh, they all know. Okay, They're right. all aware of what's going on, and probably actively going against y- it. Yeah, and there's you know, so the South has the um, Texas Rangers, and the North has uh, the agency. They're the two major supernatural law enforcement agencies, if you will. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the Deseret has like all of their secret police wrapped up into one organization, the Danites and um, Brigham Young and the rest of the church leadership deny they exist vehemently. They do not exist. They're secret monster police. Well, they're monster police. They're dissenter police. They're like every secret police or like, there's as good a chance that if you go telling people, oh, there's a vampire, there's as good a chance that they'll go hunt it down as they will just make hunt you disappear. <laughs> LDS, is that the only, is that the state religion of Deseret? Yes. Okay. yes. Deseret is a theocracy and Got it. Brigham Young is the head of the church and the head of government. Yes. Now. Salt Lake City itself is kind of divided, um, you know, kind of like you would see in almost a cyberpunk setting. You have the really nice Salt Lake City portion that is purely for the saints, as they call themselves. And it's the manicured lawn, very well protected by the sheriff. 
And then you have the junkyard, which is where all the Gentiles or non-saints It's more sizely. The junk. Junk yeah. people <laughs> and the junkyard. Yep. And it's just a mess of pipes and machines and... Um, if there were gnomes, that's where they'd live? Yes. Yes. Okay. There's probably a couple of gnomes that actually live there. So... So your, is your family LDS? No. So they're... Are they... Oh. My, my uncle converted for business purposes and that's it. Okay. Yeah. So when you get to the Brigham Young level, for sure he knows. In fact... Um, since you guys probably will never meet him, I will go ahead and tell you. Uh, he. So I asked I ask my guy to take me to meet Brigham Young. No. Yeah. <laughs> You're so, a German. You probably can't. I know. So Brigham Young has two artifacts on him at all times. Uh, one is the seeing stone that, you know, in, in Mormon legend, uh, mm. real world legend, was used by joseph smith to decipher the golden tablets Mm -hmm. in this game brigham young actually has it and (laughs) it allows him to know the position of any person in the world the exact position of any person in the world it's a it's an earth-wide um marauder's map Yeah. (laughs) yeah pretty much and uh i think the other thing he has is joseph smith's gun and it has Whoa. some boon to it. I don't remember exactly, but yeah, nice. he he's in the know. He well, he knows. Yeah, I would think he would. Yep. So okay. All right. So you're gonna cut all that in, in out of, in post, right, Dan? Yeah, yeah. In post. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Bernie has delivered all of his messages. He. Uh, shuffles I'll Bartholomew to off to the <laughs> steam. Yeah, I'm going to see my uncle, right? Yep. To this, to the steam car, because you know, horseless carriage, because your uncle's pretty well to do, and he drives you into. Before before we leave, I turn to these guys and I'm like, uh, please don't uh, cause any ruckus. Uh, I don't I don't want us all to get kicked out. Right? We can't promise anything. <laughs> I am very well behaved. Uh, it seems to me you are the one that causes all the problems. <laughs> and you won't uh, be here, so... And Clemens, oh, you got it, Bartholomew. Come on, horse, and he does a barrel roll over the hedge. <laughs> <laughs> bon chance. Uh, hold on, I, I, have to, aunt, I have to roll to see if Horace manages it as well. Your aunt is having us learn how to knit. What is, what, what is the roll to do a barrel roll over a hedge? Uh, oh god. Well, I better do it too. Uh, I attempt the barrel quickness? roll over the hedge. Yeah, I guess... Dodge. Here we are asking the. These are important questions. questions. We need to know how this plays. Deafness. Out. Let's let's go deafness. with deafness. Oh, uh, no, no. Did they yell really loud? <laughs> nimbleness. Go with nimbleness because nimbleness is climbing and dodge. So. Is that a top level thing or okay? No. What's yeah. this? Is nimbleness? Yep. 
It's under oh, nine. Right. Oh, he's got 2d12 in that. Ali, let's try as well. Okay. <laughs> so we're doing nimbleness? Is that Yeah. Nimbleness at a difficulty seven. I got a ten. Forrest well, got a nineteen. Well, Damn. I've got a, my, my die is a 1d8. Ooh, I got a seven. Nice. Hold on. Come on, Bronk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I did bad. She got to say, only Frank did not. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Horace and and uh, uh, Clem like commando roll over the thing. Allie, you know, takes a dive, almost misses, but makes it. Frank just charges through the hedgerow, like, out of my way. <laughs> Bartholomew just kind of puts his head in his hands, like. I haven't even left. (laughs) (laughs) And he gets in the steam car. Thanks for listening to episode eight of OD&D Presents A Fistful of Dice. I'm sorry you're not getting Jeff's voice here right now. Uh... We recorded this only a couple days ago and unfortunately just did not have time to get him to record his bits this time. So unfortunately, you're going to have to hear my voice. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean for that to sound snarky. Um, This was a pretty cool episode. This was a lot of fun to record. Uh, You've just heard a whole bunch of kind of lore about the world of Deadlands and specifically Salt Lake, Salt Lake in this setting. Um, some stuff, you know, most of us didn't know because we haven't really, you know, read that, the book, which we really shouldn't because there's a lot of stuff that I think we're learning as we go as both characters and players. So if the sound on, you know, Ari, Mai, and Kimberly's side sounds different, uh, I set up our spare room to be a recording studio hopefully that reduces me having to yell at the dogs um there were a couple planes flying overhead with the window open so i had to close it um so you can kind of hear that but i think overall the sound quality is a lot higher uh i've kind of did a hanging mic setup which you can see on our twitter uh but it's a i think it's working really well we've recorded another episode of of Dyson Dens as well, even though that won't be coming out for a few weeks. But I think the quality has definitely increased with the new setup. So I hope you guys like it. All right, now I'm going to throw it to past Jeff to read us to credits. Thanks a lot, guys. OD&D Presents is a part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. Go to StolenDress.com to check out more shows that include our main of Dyson Den's podcast, as well as Comedy on Vinyl, Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, and What's New with You, Scooby-Doo, among many others. Check out OD&D at our website, odndpodcast.com. While you're there, check out our merch shop or go to shop.odndpodcast.com. You can connect with us on Twitter at ODN. Pod, Facebook at ODND Podcast, or email us at ODNDPod at gmail.com. Theme music is All Good in the Wood by Audionautics and licensed under Creative Commons Distribution License. Deadlands the Weird West is a publication of Pinnacle Entertainment Group.
Hey guys, it's Dan. I just wanted to throw a little something something into our mid-roll here. I was on a TTRPG podcast called Knives at Night, and they finally dropped the first of two episodes I am in. So please check them out, knivesatnight.com, or you can find them on Twitter at Knives at Night. They've made it pretty easy. It was a lot of fun recording with them, and it's pretty crazy. It's uh, Blades in the Dark. If you've never played that, you should check it out because it's a fun uh, play style. So Knives at Night, check them out. I want to try again. <laughs> she yells as he drives away. <laughs> All right. So I get in the steam car and Bernie is in a chipper mood. He's driving you along. Takes you through. I'm wearing my nice suit that I've been protecting this whole damn time. By the way. <laughs> Yay, what does it look like? A uh, suit and it's nice. Kind of a navy blue. Okay. It's a pinstripe undershirt. Silver or gold buttons? It has brass. Ooh. Is it like uh, Al's suit from Deadwood? Ooh. What does that look like? (laughs) Have you never seen... Have you never seen seen it? He just doesn't remember. I was falling asleep while we were watching it. I do remember that. Bastard. I was... I, I was like he doesn't care about my crushes. <laughs> oh, dead. Wow, that was not. <laughs> it managed to figure out what I was trying to say despite what I typed. Ooh, yeah, I like that suit. That's oh, a yeah. nice suit. Except that he oh. has a tie. He has a he has a he has a button up shirt that is able to do a tie. Not a bow tie. I feel like Bart thought Bart would have a bow tie. No, he's got a regular tie. Oh, damn. That was bulky. Uh, Very chunky tie, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So, kind of that suit with a tie. Yeah. So, you go, you go into the bank of Deseret. Your uncle is, you know, Bernie gets out, opens the door for you. Thank you very much, Bernie. Leads you inside. It's nice polished marble floors and mahogany wainscoting and brass handles and beehives everywhere and uh Uh, have you ever thought about getting uh uh someone in here to get rid of all these bees (laughs) (laughs) no bartholomew (laughs) your uncle greets you and kind of turns sharp-heeled and and starts escorting you towards the back the beehive uh, uh, Uncle Hammond. <laughs> the beehive is a very sacred and noble symbol here in deseret do try to show it some respect will you i apologize uncle i was unaware no it's not a very prolific gig but i think gig <laughs> it's yeah. a very prolific job but i do hope you will find yourself useful here your brother is concerned for your well-being but i have digressed first here is your green visor and your arm goddess 
perfect. Uh, I expected to see one of these. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a kind of tarnished brass key mm-hmm. uh, key ring and it has three keys on it. He holds up the first one. He says, this is for the coin box at your teller's station. Do remember to keep your cash drawer locked up. Count out every night and every morning. Put the excess into the vault. And he holds up the second key. This will get you into the vault, uh, into the lockbox in the vault where you are to put your cash. The combination to the vault, well, that will be known by your supervisor. You don't need to know that. And this third key, this is the key to the front building. I may from time to time ask you to come down here and open the door for people to come in, but otherwise it should always be open when you get here. Do not lose these keys, nephew. It would be very bad for you and me. I'm very responsible. You see the suit I'm wearing, I managed to keep this pristine and on my person for days walking through the desert. How spiritual (laughs) of you. Tell me, did you see any locusts or seagulls? I, I did see some insectoids, yes. Interesting. Very well, nephew. Do you have any questions for me? Certainly. Uh, so what exactly am I uh, doing? You are a bank teller. You will earn $5 a week, $20 a month. You will give the saints their money when they ask for withdrawals, and you will take their money and deposits. Okay. I I think I can do that. I can count. So it's an important skill, I understand. Yes. Anything else? Uh... Which which uh which window is mine? He kind of points at one of the open windows between two other bank tellers, both white. One has a huge handlebar mustache, and the other has is a ginger with messy red hair and freckles all over his face. Is his name Seamus? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you very much, Uncle. I will get to work. All right, guys, ready? We're going to roll for the next eight hours of work. (laughs) 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 So, that, yeah. (laughs) The Sims. Let me push the little fast forward button up here in the corner. Oh, what are these assholes doing while I'm at work? Well, yeah, so you have. Barrel rolling. Yeah. You all now have your prompts. I'm gonna head on down to try to get some place to set up my set up a shop. Uh, are we splitting up or are we like kind of like Scooby? Like, I shouldn't say Scooby Doo because they always split up. Uh, <laughs> sticking together. That's up to you guys. I don't. I, I'm gonna go where I'm going. Do you feel so. safe by yourself? Yeah. Okay. 
So let's follow her. <laughs> Would Clem let her go by herself to the most dangerous part of town? Well, I need to go there too, so we can walk together. Oh, that's fine. I'm not like, <laughs> yeah. F you guys, I'm doing my own thing, but I'm just, that's where I'm going. If you guys are going that direction too, or you want to come with me, that's up to you. Uh, I, I pop my head out of one of the hedges, <laughs> seeing <laughs> Allie and Frank walking down towards Horace town. Horace sticks and... his head out from underneath you. <laughs> so like, whoop, whoop. <laughs> well, little man, uh, I best be accompanying them. Uh, you hold the perimeter while we're away. Then I jump out of the hedges and head <laughs> down the way with uh, Allie and Frank. All right. All barefooted, apparently. Yep. Yeah. Not me. I have my boots. So, <laughs> Horace and Carlotta go back into the kitchen, and Carlotta gets her Spanish Catholicism all over him. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are off to see the junk town. So, you are you gonna walk? Or are you gonna try? How far and... is it to walk? Oh, you know, it's, it's probably two or three miles. I mean, horses don't like animals. Don't get along with the harrow so well. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, that's that's just me saying. A game Are there fact? any rickshaws like in New York City? <laughs> I don't think there are rickshaws, but you're in the nicer part of town. You could probably. I'm used f- to walking. I'm fine. That's true. I'm fine yeah. walking. They ride yeah. a worm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it takes you. <laughs> Frank needs to get to get her steps in. <laughs> yes. It it takes I'm you. About an hour to get to Junktown, <laughs> and then probably another two hours wandering around trying to find this place. Um, okay. It's a. It's like down a road, off into a side street, down did some Carla stairs. Did send us off with um, lunch? Yes, she did. <laughs> okay, good. She's good. <laughs> yes. Carlotta's your hero. Yes. And so. You pass by some, you know, some shops and you see various inventors and gadgets and gadgets aplenty. Galore. Gadgets and lessons galore. Yes. And potions and um, lots of, lots of things. Definitely as you get further into Junktown, it looks and feels more like any other big city in the rest of America. Mm-hmm. So there's dance halls and uh, bars and, and things of that nature down here. Discotheque. Mm-hmm. Yes, the discotheque. The uh, grand hotel is down down here so you finally make your way there and it's a little shop on the corner 
and it has a sign that says closed for uh closed available for rent see dr seal across the street I just pivot on my heel and march right over. Okay. Well, you go in, and it. Mm -hmm. Dr. Seal seems to be a. Seal. Yes. S E E L E. Still be a seal named Seal. Yeah, It could be. They said he could be whatever he wanted to be. But yes, he's definitely uh, an apothecary <laughs> pharmacist type uh, oh. guy. Does that mean that you'd be competition to him? Ooh. I feel like at least I kind of peek in after Allie after seeing the sign close and seeing her just walk in a little <laughs> hesitant. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Set my um, big bag on the counter, and I'm like, "I want to rent your empty shop, please. I want to rent your finest empty shop." <laughs> <laughs> empty shop. It's like okay. Uh... I've been keeping track of my money. Uh... Let me get his picture here. Oh, I have a treasure map. I forgot I had that. <laughs> yeah, you do. You, like, you, you, yeah. You duped a guy out of it. Totally duped a guy for a treasure map. Shit, man. Yeah, I mean... We didn't record that, unfortunately. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I mean, you do have it, yes. <laughs> I was looking to see how much money I had, and I just saw that. Do you have any? Uh... Throwback to the first episode, The Lost Archive. <laughs> Where we can only hear Jeff's voice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <sighs> All right. Do you know where the money is? No. Do you not have money? Uh, I wrote mine under equipment. I wrote $10. Traveling clothes, $10. I don't know if that's... That's not good. <laughs> so this, this dude that's looks like... If... <laughs> you may need to... Robert Downey Jr. Oh, tried to dress like Chris Pratt Alan in Tudyk. the Jurassic World movie. <laughs> Give him a beard and I sort of picture Fisnick looking like that guy. <laughs> I could totally picture Fisnick played by Alan Tudyk. Yeah, right? <laughs> huh. So maybe I should like... Find out how much it is Find first. out how much rent is. I am interested in... I see it. Thank you. I'm interested in renting... Um, What's the, uh, what's the, uh, rent? <laughs> Smooth. Dr. Seal. <laughs> Dr. Seal kind of looks at you, or you presume Dr. Seal. Uh, Through his Google goggles. Kind of looks well, the, at you a moment. The ball balancing on his nose kind of gave it away. <laughs> and raises his goggles and is like, well, who are you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, remember, there was a newspaper article about us. Was there? There was. The only one that wasn't in the picture was that one. Oh. What does the article say? It was about us killing the bugs. Oh, I'm a bug killer. 
<laughs> that's not what I do. That's not what my shop would be. But <laughs> I have killed some bugs. So you're a terminator. Might have heard about it. Exterminator. Yeah, I'm, but I'm but I'm not because I actually like sell things that are that not make well. Then I have bug parts in them. <laughs> <laughs> like, they His eyes. definitely have bug parts in them. Um, hi. I oops, open my case and I hand him a vial. I, I, this is my, uh, elixir of eternal youth. I sell this and some other things like it, but this is my, uh, specialty. Your specialty, huh? An elixir of eternal youth. He pulls it out and he kind of looks at it as a second. He rolls it over his hands a couple of times and uh, d- describe what the elixir of eternal youth like looks like. Okay, so it's kind of amber colored with like little flecks like in it, which is pretty much just like gold leaf. Kind of, you know, like <laughs> edible that, gold leaf. You know, I mean, that, it's not actually edible gold leaf. So it's pyrite. But yeah, but I mean, it's like harmless. It's something harmless, but like, like it kind of like an edible glitter kind of thing, and uh, it's just kind of this amber colored thing. Um, it's, uh, yeah. You know. If you want to ask more questions, I'll tell you more things. But that's what I'm yeah. What does what does it what does it no smell questions. like? It smells very strongly of uh, green alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's why Clem likes it so much. <laughs> but it's got like like there's like a little bit of like a like a floral like 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 I tried to add some like <laughs> some lavender. <laughs> yeah. Tried to add some lavender to kind of cut down on that whole like astringent scent, but uh, <laughs> didn't really work. <laughs> Basically, this thing is just pure alcohol with a little bit of prettiness added prettiness to it. Prettiness, just because it'll make you feel young. <laughs> just realized of your of the three of you, you're the only one who's in the picture because Frank fucked off and Clem was dead. Oh, I was in, I was in the picture. I thought she. You said she was in the. Picture. Nope, she walked I away. Walked she didn't away. want to be in the picture. All right, so I'm in from the picture. Look, it's me. It's like he kind of looks it over a little bit and narrows his eyes, pours a little bit out in his um, palm and Can licks I, it. Could I use like um? Performing or something to like yeah, help totally. me here overall. Yeah, I've sure. I've got performing and patent medicine. Let's do a contested performing against his um, science chemistry. Oh, dear. He's got goggles. Watch out. <laughs> six. Hmm. You are out of On 4d12s, I got a six. <laughs> also, he's rolling. Yeah, and he, he got a nine. Yeah. So he, like, licks it and looks at you a moment and puts the stopper back on. 
hands it back and he said says you know this tastes I've had bad whiskey that tastes better than this <laughs> well I'm tinkering with the formula you see it's 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 have you ever had medicine that tastes good? <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm taking you know it's got it's got a, I'll admit it's got a little bit of medicine medicine flavor to it but, <laughs> but uh, it's good for you I mean broccoli tastes it actually doesn't taste that bad but like you know it doesn't taste like candy <laughs> i'm working he, on it i'm working on it he kind of leans in and squints a little bit more at you and says whispers in a low voice how much stone do you use in this seven don't would i know what that means is that something like that I would know um, what he means by that? Probably not. Okay. Y- you're about to. Right. <laughs> uh, so so is, just, is Clem and Frank both in the shop now too? Yeah. Okay. So we're not in like the empty place for I'm rent. Outside. This is his place of business, right? Right. Right. I'm outside leaning. I've got like scrutinize because okay. or... then you can kind of get a sense of what face he's um... making. Knowledge. Uh, no, I, I don't know what he means. Okay. Do, I, I mean, no, I'm asking. I'm asking. So I, uh, none of those things are helpful. I probably just don't know um, what he means. If you had, what knowledge skills do you have? Um, patent medicine. Okay. Um, area knowledge, home country, which I don't actually remember where that is because I suck at this. <laughs> Okay, uh, roll just a general knowledge roll. Okay. I'll let you have. Uh, nine. Okay. So you get exactly the number you need. Okay, so good. <laughs> you know... Uh, from your wanderings around Junktown and just being tangential to um, kind of the alchemy world, that there are some shysters or pharmacists or chemists that have reportedly unlocked the... Um, mystery of some of the these stronger chemicals that are able to prolong life, yeah. grant superhuman abilities. Is this that stuff that appeared when like L.A. fell in the ocean, or is that something else? Uh, you're thinking of Ghost Rock. Oh yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this is something I've heard of. Yeah. And I, I don't and know I, how to get it, probably, but yeah. I want to. You, <laughs> you know that it, what is, the rumor is that what makes it all work is a compound called Philosopher's Stone. Okay. Mm. I've heard of a Harry Potter book. She's got Harry Potter cards. I've got Harry Potter cards. I'm seeing if there's a Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so like, how is it? Mm. So if he asks me, 
How much stone do I use? Like, what's a logic? What like? <laughs> you, I think you just know what it is, but you have no idea how they use it. So I you... just say seven. Yeah, there. seven. <laughs> seven. <laughs> he kind of pulls his head back a little bit. I was like, grams? Oh, <laughs> Question uh, mark. While this oh, conversation's sorry, sorry. going he... on, you. There might be the sound milligrams, of milligrams, milligrams. I'm milligrams. from America. We don't use the big <laughs> <laughs> imperial measurement. Uh, milligrams, milligrams. Mil- milligrams. Okay. Um, you know, just a whisper. <laughs> just a whisper. Well, that might be part of your problem. How are you making your stone? Oh, um, I use a, an esoteric... Um, you know, sort of this, this, you know, eclectic, uh, <laughs> process. Um, you know, it involves dogs. And, <laughs> and, um, you know, some mud, but it has to be like Mississippi river mud, but not like at the bottom part. It's like the Minnesota part. And, uh, <laughs> you're just going all in. Do you have a bluff? <laughs> Uh, the full moon has to be in Pisces. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, rolling bluff right now. <laughs> so, so okay, a quite lo- so so you might not have to um, roll bluff. No, uh, he's do, that dumb. <laughs> do, do you actually say all of that? Yes. You don't need to roll bluff because as soon as you get to Mississippi mud, he starts laughing <laughs> uncontrollably. And as you keep digging yourself deeper and deeper, he like slams his hand down on the bar and is bent over laughing oh, so God. hard, sucking air. <laughs> <laughs> He finally catches his breath, and he's like, "Oh, oh God, oh, oh! You have no clue what philosopher's stone is, do you?" Um. Well, it's it's red, and <laughs> and uh, fits in a small boy's pocket. <laughs> I don't. Yes. This is he, sparkly stuff, and I shake the thing. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of side eyes you for a moment, and he slips your vial into his pocket, and he's like, "Okay, I'm not going to rent you the place across the way." That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> but you seem like a good girl, and. Your mind is heading in the right direction. So let me give you a counteroffer. How would you like to come work for me in this shop? And I will teach you how to make your elixirs actually work. Yes. I mean, they do, <laughs> right? I, but... I did my hand out for a handshake. I mean, they do work, but you can help me to make them work better. <laughs> he pulls <Wink>. out. <laughs> And he I pulls just, like, out, a big exaggerated wink. He pulls out the the bottle again and gives it a shake. And he's like, for disinfecting 
gums, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it makes you feel youthful. One of its many features is affecting gums. Okay. <laughs> he pulls his glove off and he shakes uh, your hand and he pulls his glove back on and he says, so when can you start? Coronavirus. Well, I got nothing else going on today. Let's do okay. this. Okay, well. <laughs> you got to at least let these guys, they're outside. Oh, I thought Clem was in with me. Yeah, there's a sudden crash, and I feel like Clem's going full Little Rascals this time around, but like he accidentally broke one of the bottles, just kind of like examining things. I came in here by myself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I can pay for that. (laughs) He kind of blinks a couple of times, and he walks over, and he starts counting... He's like, that's a hundred penny candies. You you owe me a dollar, <laughs> but you you can have all of the the uh, beer barrels that you want. <laughs> Clem goes to reach for his wallet and elbows the shelf again. <laughs> maybe maybe a die, maybe yeah. a. Maybe a deafness again. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, where'd they go? All right, here we go. Oh dear. Oh, eleven. <laughs> so, what were you trained to do? Oh no! Like I just felt like. I was going to roll a dice, see how many more bottles I broke, but maybe maybe, maybe not 12, or yeah, not 11. So I'm going to do it this way. Oh, dear. What's 11 minus 3? 9? 8. 8. Eight. <laughs> Welcome to the math podcast. <laughs> Get it wrong. <laughs> we have a discussion over what basic math. <laughs> you break eight bottles. Oh Jesus! Uh, and... But the other three, I grab like Spider Man in the first movie, where he grabs the tray and like. And they... <laughs> exactly. It's not as like impressive that. when you break eight. <laughs> <laughs> But now my wallet's out. (laughs) (laughs) And so the value of the remaining of the ingredients that you broke is... You lucky son of a bitch. (laughs) Two dollars. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) So, you know, there is now glass and herbs and some sort of berry scented syrup and candy all over the floor (laughs) i guess we know allie's first task (laughs) breaking everything inside yeah bouncing his ass out the door (laughs) (laughs) dr seal kind of looks at it and looks at allie and looks at the mess looks at clam looks at (laughs) It's in the back. After you clean this up, 
let me know and I'll give you some money to go find some jars. Some what? Some what? Sorry. Jars. Replacement jars. Oh. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So. I'll get the broom in. <laughs> All right. <laughs> she takes Clem by Clem the ear and pulls him exits. outside. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first job. Go away. <laughs> Allie, you get $2 a week. <coughs> Excellent. Or you get five dollars a month, yeah. Because Bar- Bart gets Bartholomew gets ten dollars a 20. month. I thought he gets twenty. twenty. Uh, okay, he gets yeah. twenty. You get five. It's nepotism. It's, it's absolutely that. Well, it's nepotism, and you know, men getting paid more. It's the pay gap. Yeah. If you got a job doing banking as opposed to swindling people out of their money, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Sweeping All up right. after Clem. Yeah. <laughs> now. So, Clem and Frank, what are you guys going to do? <laughs> I guess Allie hustles Clem out the door <laughs> and <laughs> tells me to take him home. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Frank, it's uh, just you and me now. Are you coming with me to find the, the worms? <laughs> uh, I look back at the shop and well, I ain't going back in there. <laughs> Probably a good idea. All right. So where's Siebert? Siebert. He is uh, at a place called just called the Docks. Well, where is that? It's south. It's near the actual Salt Lake. So okay. by foot, you're probably two hours. I thought we were. I thought I had to go to the the junk town in order to find. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like due <laughs> west of junk town on the lake is the docks. You had to go through there, man. Yeah. Well, actually, if you ask around, it's near the lake but it's not actually like on the lake shore alright well we go there Okay. (laughs) wherever the hell it is fast forward two more hours (laughs) we we have to stop and eat our food quick quick shot of Bartholomew yeah he just just had its own five dollars now we cut back to (laughs) (laughs) actually he turned he just sits there and goes I sure hope no one's getting in any trouble. (laughs) No. Someone's getting jobs. Uh, Allie uh, has Clem's mask at least cleaned up by the time you guys get to the docks. Oh, good. So, at the docks, you see uh, two kind of tents. So... To kind of the north, looks almost like an airfield with uh, people hanging around in glide, you know, near what looks like gliders, some people jumping off a tower and catching the thermals over the lake, and they kind of spiral upwards and make these big swooping circles and then come back and land. 
To the south, you see three large Spanish galleons on wheels. <coughs> that makes sense. Okay. All right. You're at the docks. Okay. Okay. She rubs her hands together. Now we are talking. Clem's <laughs> <laughs> oh, coming. Yeah, Clem's just, I'm just following along. <laughs> All right. So do we just go up to the thing or do we like. Yeah, I mean, is there a gangplank what... down or is it just. I, I'm assuming that you are going towards the ships, right? Okay. Yes. Because those are the cooler part. Yeah. So, yes, you wander there, and you, as you get closer, you see a giant sign that says Salt Flats Worming Company. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope this is not just removing worms from gigantic dogs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, Miss Miss Allie might know a thing about that. <laughs> <laughs> She's not pleased. <laughs> you can just sense it. <laughs> oh, yes. Her ears are burning in a bad way. <laughs> from the burning. shop radiates a heat. Is... <laughs> <laughs> um, is the gangplank down or stairs or something? Uh, yeah. There's, um... Docks? <laughs> yeah, well, no, I mean, it's three giant ships and they've kind of, you know, they've got some stairs that lead up to, like, dock platforms or whatever. You know, All right. They're, Just picture they're... giant Jawa ships. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm exactly. Trying. How do you get in? Or can I, would, I just like bang on the side and say? Well, if you walk up the stairs to like the docks, there's probably a guy at a desk waiting to talk to you. Okay. Is there a guy? <laughs> yes, probably. there is. So I feel like in Clem's past, he's seen a lot through like war and stuff, but I feel like he's small town at heart. So a lot of this stuff is just kind of like, you know, first time in like a bigger city, just things are like, whoa, oh, uh. Bonjour. Permission to come aboard? The guy kind of looks up and he's only got one eye Same. the other's kind of cloudy he's like what do you that's want a, that's his good eye <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just said <laughs> uh, are you in need of a crew member a wormer I think they call <laughs> I want to worm my way in do, do you think oh you're funny? I caught Allie's horribleness. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Worm whaling's no a dangerous business. No. Mr. Towers doesn't take anybody. Never? Well, 
just How anybody. did he get you? It doesn't take just anybody. And how do you know I am just anybody? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I have two good eyes, I can tell you that. Well, fuck you very much. <laughs> no, thank you. Weren't you the one who was concerned about saying offensive things to people around this town? Aerie was concerned. <laughs> Frog does not give a fuck. Okay, just toss that Frog is a there. honey badger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he's being an ass, so there. <laughs> Perhaps I could talk to your employer. Are you going all Karen on him? Can I speak to your supervisor? I did cut my hair. (laughs) (laughs) It's very cute. I've got a swoop. (laughs) (laughs) Is it just you and him? No. Mm? Let me see if I can find him. Uh, Oh, messy. So... Bartholomew, uh, turn to Clem. <laughs> Bartholomew uh, would like Kim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you might say they would see eye to eye. <laughs> I say that in a hushed voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe his. Ears work just fine. <laughs> so he toodles off and he's... <laughs> Everyone toodles in this game. It's crazy. Is that like terminology in the back of the book? Like if I look at the glossary, toodling, walking <laughs> away. <laughs> walking with a swagger. Usually pace. <clears throat> I am sorry. I have a certain affectation. Okay. Your so after a while a uh, man comes out uh, from the bigger boat there's uh, four ships there the largest one you presume the flagship has Esmeralda uh, written <laughs> across the back and then the other three are mm-hmm. Providence, Ogden, and Morgan. Oh, and what? What was the last one? Morgan. Mm-hmm. Does Ogden have an in and out? Yes. Okay. If, you know, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so. They, uh. Out comes this kind of big man. uh, Hey, big spender. And um, he's got, you know, the the captain's beard and a corncob pipe. He just took it? What? What? He just took the beard? Just took the captain's beard, man. He's holding Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and no mustache. Oh and god! He, oh god! I hate that look. <laughs> and he walks uh, up to to Frank and say, says, "Jim here says that you're looking for me." 
I'm looking for work. If you are the man I need to see to join your crew, then I am looking for you. Well, I'm Harold Towers, and this here is the Salt Worm. Salt Flats Worming Company. Uh, so says the sign. You aren't looking just for a fun time, are you? <laughs> is that a proposition? Wink. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of stares you down for a long time. And reaches up and pulls the pipe away and he says, Look, if Seabert sent you over here... I will, sw- I swear to God, I will shoot him and every single one of his fucking flyers uh, down. I forgot I was supposed to go find Seabert. <laughs> 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 so, he just no, kind of. You don't have to shoot anyone. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he sticks his pipe back in his mouth and. Kind of squints. Then he pulls it away again and he says, Do you know how to shoot a harpoon? Oh, I'm pretty good with a Remington rifle. I've, I've learned many things as a trapper. I have not used a harpoon. What about a Gatling gun? Yes, actually. (laughs) Wait, seriously? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We'll say that. (laughs) I wasn't good at it, but I tried. She used one, didn't... I wasn't good at it. (laughs) You have to tell him that part. (laughs) The question he asked. Yeah, this is a padded resume. (laughs) He kind of chews a little bit more and he thinks about it some he's like Wayland's tough work you know yeah so is trapping have you ever fought a chupacabra have you ever fought a salt worm no that was uh, is why I'm here to try he takes kind of a breath and he's still not completely convinced and he looks to Clem. He's like, what about you? You looking to be some sort of cabin boy yourself? <laughs> well, sir, I, I did grow up in a cabin. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't read much. <laughs> he kind of stares a moment. Oh, just, sorry, just real quick. Am I joining Franck on this whole thing? Like, should I? That's up to you, man. (laughs) Oh, man, well, yeah, as long as that's cool, I'm going to hop in. I feel like whatever we do, we're going to end up finding a way to wrestle everyone into into whatever we end up doing. Okay, cool. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail us. I just wanted to (laughs) all hop in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was in where is it North Carolina? No. Where's the Mothman thing? West Virginia. West Virginia. West Virginia. I heard about the saltworms when I was trying to trap Mothmen in West Virginia. 
and there was hell that it that's a lucrative business we, i my friend here and i have a good work ethic <laughs> and we're not squeamish and we're tough and i go and put my hand on the desk and stab it oh. <laughs> <laughs> Half of us are not even alive, so there's that. <laughs> oh, right. You probably shouldn't say yeah. that out loud. Yeah, that's probably not. It's a figure of speech. You not know this? We're all dead inside a little bit. <laughs> I didn't say it was him. <laughs> He's like... Are you bleeding or anything? Uh, I don't know if I bleed, I actually. I think so. Uh, he has a fake That's tattoo. a good one. It's a prosthetic. <laughs> that is too big a word for me to say. <laughs> I wouldn't even know which accent. Prosthetic? <laughs> you know this word? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he finally kind of frowns and... He was already frowning. Oh, yeah. He frowns even deep. deeper. He frowns deeper. Oh, God. He frowns so hard his face turns inside. <laughs> and he, he shouts over his shoulder... Stubs, a kind of balding middle-aged man. Um, Does he look like the sailor from Family Guy with all pegs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we thought that was a dream. No, he he looks like a he looks like a Confederate Navy captain, oh but his uniform has definitely seen a lot. Better days. Does Clement jump Ooh. overboard? <laughs> well, uh, and it, yeah. it, it, it has a bullet hole right over the heart and some kind of dried blood. So, well, the French word for prosthetic is prosthétique. Prosthétique. <laughs> so he he kind of and and the other thing about it is it's like a Confederate admiral's uniform right it's not it's and definitely not his because uh. Stubbs has like three day growth a kind of wild look in his eye smells of gin and I mean he could be uh, no longer an admiral yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> fell off the wagon so. or the ship as maybe this is the next admiral Tower's turns around and says Stubbs I'm putting these two on the Ogden with you find a whaling crew for them I think it's about time we headed out on another trip get with Johnson have the bosun start laying in provisions for all four ships and he turns back to you two and he he says, if you have any other friends who want to go with us, I guess now's the time. Put some hair on your chest and teach you how to be real men. Hunting worms. Wailing for worms. Oh, bon. We leave in three a, days. You made a very good choice. You <laughs> <laughs> can put, take a resume into like... Yep. Laminated resume. <laughs> <laughs> so you two, I I honestly did not expect today to be 
everybody gets a job day. Um, <laughs> but you two happen to earn your money on a share basis. And so you get that a tenth sense. of a share as... Damn straight. As... Uh, Members of the whale crew. Gotcha. Depending on what we catch. Yep. Noise. Oh, yeah. And I pull my resume out of the desk (laughs) and out of my hand. (laughs) Wait, you stabbed through your hand into your resume? No. Why did you even have a resume? You were looking for a a job. The knife stabbing into my hand was the resume. Oh, Oh, got it. It was a bit of a thinker. It's okay. It's okay. Clem's not. Yeah, definitely not. He's a way more of a reactor. Yeah. So. How long is it going to take for them to... It takes. It's a three day, right? Yeah. To get it set up or to ro- go out? Roll a d6. Mm. Gotcha. <gasps> Boom! Two! So, Tower says, looks back at you two and says, In two days' time, we're gonna raise sails and head out across the flats. We're gonna find us some worms and bring them back in. Maybe we'll find the blood worm. Worm what killed my daughter. Well. <laughs> anyway. You, uh, you, I, I, I stiffen up a little bit like, oh, wrongs to be righted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you back the right horse on this one, Clem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so with that, he kind of wobbles off and you know, is expecting you guys <laughs> you back in Just two trying out some days. new words today. <laughs> <laughs> Wobble. Doubles. Doubles. He flatters off. Shuffle. <laughs> oh, see you later. Whoop. <laughs> He's Robert De Niro from Stardust. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I was thinking it earlier. I, I couldn't get the words right. I was just picturing him like... <laughs> so, we love you, Jeff. I know. <laughs> so, <clears throat> by the way, the I have the thesaurus open for walk. <laughs> so. Toodles. It's supposed to be whatever. Yeah, whatever. Toodles. Send them to toodle. <laughs> Saunter. Expect to see someone parading off or <laughs> preambulationing <laughs> off, <laughs> circuiting off. Guys, feel free to email odndpod at gmail.com with your words for walk. <laughs> That's going to be a Patreon level when we start it. Just first yeah. level, you get to come up with words for walk and we'll use it in the podcast. <laughs> the, yeah the the top level patreon backing is jeff will show up to your game and toodle everywhere just <laughs> yeah, everyone will, take, will toodle in your game yep, yep. <laughs> all right so do you think bath will be 
tired of his banking gig <laughs> within two days? Uh, I, I'm sure it's a lot of work for his delicate uh, <laughs> state, I suppose. Well, the banking or a woman? Uh, you know, just general work. <laughs> work in general, so... He'll, pro- he'll probably be uh, willing to mix things up a little bit. <laughs> At least, perhaps, Horace will come with us? Oh, yeah, Horace is uh, starting to become quite the little sharpshooter. He, did you see him jump over that head? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a maniac. <laughs> maniac, maniac. They're okay, we'll splurge on a... Ride. Is there a cab or something? <laughs> I don't want to take six hours to get back. <laughs> you don't want to uh, schlep <laughs> back? <laughs> um, so it'll they promenade take you. home. <laughs> so if you were to gallivant home. <laughs> It would take you about two hours to get back to. Okay, we could probably do that. So now it's, let's see, it's been six hours. Jesus. So, well, let's add time for the actual conversations. So it's probably been about eight hours. So I'm heading home from work. Conversation was only about three minutes. (laughs) No, none of our conversations are three minutes. Thank you very much. (laughs) And Bernie, of course, drives Bartholomew home in the steam car and drops he him off. He looks very tired. He is tired. <laughs> How long were you at work? Eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> but he had to stand the whole time. And every so often he had to like open the drawer and take money out. And then he had to count it. And he had to take what they gave him, put it in the drawer. In the right slot. In the right slot. And sometimes he went back to the vault. Have you been rolling dice for this the whole time? <laughs> oh, you got a 20. <laughs> we don't do 20s. <laughs> I think the bigger question is, how much money did you lose? None. I'm good uh, at my, I'm good you need at my to job, roll right? a die. <laughs> Percentage yeah. dice. <laughs> we'll say there's a 50% chance you miscount something. <laughs> Okay, what's what's good, what's bad? Uh, on a D6. On a D6. Four up is uh you didn't lose any money. Oh, Yay, I roll five. five. His counting is so good. <laughs> Give us an example on our math podcast. <laughs> One, two, nineteen, three, seven, five. Four, five, 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 six, six one, seven, seven, eight, one, nine, six, twenty. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Behind Frank, the Numbers with <laughs> Frank is running to meet Bartholomew, and she goes over the hedge. <laughs> you just want to try again? Yeah. <laughs> I want to make it. <laughs> Could do it again. Activities. <laughs> oh, 
How many? <laughs> how many dice do you I have? have the... All my dice. Four. <laughs> Four d eight. Did I take them out? You must have. Oh, here we go. Okay, over the hedge. Oh, in... I got an ace and a four. It's a twelve. Yay! <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> now there's a path like right over there. You could just take that around the head. Don't pretend to not be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks at her. <laughs> you look exhausted. It was a long day. Have you ever done banking? <laughs> You wouldn't understand. I it's have, a hard job. I mean, I've, I've banked all the money I have. How much money do you have? I only make $10,000. <laughs> oh, that's right. You had that. <laughs> that plus Bartholomew. my stick. Bartholomew, Bartholomew, <laughs> don't, don't wear yourself out any, any more than you have to. More banking would only... <laughs> Yeah, you, you, you're down, it's all done. Your constitution. I, I came here uh, on my father's behest. Uh, I have to. I have to do this. But this do you job. enjoy it? Oh, of course, I, I enjoy helping the people of this fine town. Without the banks, why he wouldn't have that shop down the street, and you wouldn't have that men's jewelry store. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I think supper's about to be served. Am I out right. yet, or am I still so, still sweeping? I presume we're all here, so we can all sit down at dinner and then yes. work through the plot. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm just letting you guys fuck off at this point, so <laughs> yeah, you know. We're <laughs> I think we we lost the plot a while. Ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Welcome to of Dyson Dens. <laughs> the Sims edition. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I just died. So in order to to, to Peed myself to death. <laughs> in order to improve my my score at work, I have to get six points in cleaning and <laughs> three points in alchemy and one charisma point. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You got a ways to go on the charisma. Yeah. I have to read this book. Yeah. That's so. So straight up, I have given you guys four things you can possibly I know, do. I, know. Well, I feel hey, like the, the worms is the most closest thing. There was the worm. There was the apothecary. There was the bank. What's the other? I don't one? know if I can get off work. I just started this job. <laughs> <laughs> I know the manager. He's pretty understanding. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> or maybe there's a, you have to go out there to get something for the food. That's exactly what, what would happen. I'm kind of, yeah, I'd be like, hey, we're going to go hunt some sandworms. My friends are going to go hunt sandworms. Can I go with them and I'll bring back some goop? There you go. <laughs> but anyway, so we're at the dinner table. We haven't really talked about anything yet. Uh, both of them, you. Yes. How, how would you feel about lending us Horace for, how long are we gone for? Like three weeks? Uh, yes, yeah, I... Let's say two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, you, you won't take my 16-year-old nephew out on the salt flats attacking worms. He would be safe down in the cabin with the other cabin boys. <laughs> well. <laughs> I don't know what's going to say. So you're, you're, you, you're, you're supposed to be Horace, though. That's the rules on this thing, by the way, Jeff. Yeah. Horace. <laughs> 
Horace oh yeah, we didn't ask Horace. Sick. Horace, <laughs> would you like to stay here, uh, barrel rolling over hedges all day and helping Consuela? What is her name? Carlotta. <laughs> Carlotta. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was he a sta- I'm the one from the south. <laughs> he stares longingly at Carlotta who then walks out of the room and he snaps his attention back to <laughs> Frank and is like, uh, and then oh, he looks to Oh, perhaps you Clem. would like to come and make some money to make yourself more appealing to other people. He, he gives Clem a sound eye and he's like, can, can you help? Can you still teach me and train me and stuff? The whole way, little man. Uh, and I, I, I'm, I'm just like, oh, I don't think this is a, a good idea for a Horace to be going out there. If anything, maybe he should be getting some school. Maybe you should be learning how to do stuff at the bank. Have you talked to, uh, talked to our uncle yet? Uh, he said I was too young to handle money. Did offer me a job sweeping the floors, though. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good job there, Horace. I I feel like that's best. That's up your alley right there. He already has PTSD. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> uh, he could die. Well, well Horace, we I, know I do how guess... that happens. What happens with that? Clem Just... is uh, very. He he's got. Are we a having dinner he's with my aunt and uncle? <laughs> your uncle is still at the bank. Your okay, aunt that's what is you there. have to look forward to. Missing dinner, being at the bank all hours. Just just like your cousin, Horace, uh, I do suppose uh the best the best gunslingers out there did get their startings at a bank. <laughs> he w- he winks at Bartholomew. Uh, I feel like that sentence is a bit cheeky. <laughs> Almost as if you're not saying uh, what you uh, really feel about the situation. Sorry. So at this, horse just kind of looks away from Bartholomew and looks at Aunt uh, Millicent and says, "Please, Auntie, can I go?" <laughs> He's a little British boy now. Yeah. <laughs> May I have some more? What? <laughs> and Millicent, of, of course. Agrees with Horace and lets Horace go. <laughs> go be a cabin my... boy. Is Horace cute? Is that why everyone's nice to him? I think I yeah. saw a picture of him earlier. I put my head in my hands and I'm like, oh, don't you realize that I he's he's under my care. Well, you could come with us, cousin, and you can you can keep a watch over me. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fun? You could learn to sail. They they want me at the bank. And Millicent reaches her hand over and pats Bartholomew's patronizingly. There, there. I'm I'm sure the bank could spare you for a week or so. What is is your interest in this warming situation, Auntie? It doesn't seem like... (laughs) Doesn't really seem like you're... Style of character. <laughs> she she chuckles a little bit and lays a finger on her nose. I own shares in the company. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, 
don't tell your uncle. He doesn't know. (laughs) So if nothing else. Auntie Millicent, I knew I liked you for some reason. (laughs) So if, so what you're telling me is that it is probably incumbent upon me to protect your investment. Is that what you're telling me? It would be good to have a member of the family aboard to make sure that they are spending our investment wisely. We could tell your uncle. I'll that we'll get trying... my murdering suit on. <laughs> you don't want to wear what you're wearing? This is. <laughs> I still have my visor and cuffs on. <laughs> but as protective as these look, they uh, only protect you from paper cuts. <laughs> So this is okay. pretty much how I play Sims. I get everyone to get a job and then they all fuck off and don't go there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, so what so, you missed, uh, Kimberly, yes. is that uh, Bartholomew, uh, Bartholomew's aunt owns shares in the company, so he's got to go protect her investment. Because so. <laughs> Lord knows if Clem and Franker <laughs> left their so, own devices. So now, now it's your turn to decide if you're going to go. Yeah, well, she yeah. she did because yeah, she's gonna know. get some. I'm gonna tell the guy. Juice. Rock juice. Doctor Seal. Yep. Doctor Seal. <laughs> yep. Um, like, so hey, I'm gonna go get some. So wait, did the lake dry up? No, it's the uh, the salt flats. Yeah. There's the salt flats. By the way. <laughs> when when was the last time you were in Salt Lake? Has it? Has I've been never any... been in Salt Lake except in oh, God. I've never been in Salt Lake except in the airport. Oh, okay. So even though I've lived in Idaho most of my life. <laughs> so the Pretty... thing about uh, so geography lesson for you. Yay! In we had our theolo- like, theology lesson like millennia ago, the um, area known at you know the salt lake basin uh was a great lake called lake bonneville and the ice dam holding it back when at the end of the ice age when it broke the floodwaters went all across southern idaho and wyoming and, and what have you and the lake you know salt lake is what is left of Lake Bonneville and the salt flats are the bottom of the lake. And so probably like the whole northern portion of Utah is incredibly flat and incredibly salty wow. desert. Yeah, I, I, I went to Ogden and uh, it, it, it's flat. <laughs> they do... Flat um, Kansas? Yeah, they do like land speed record mm-hmm. yeah, stuff so on the salt flats so, so you got like that big area right there is the salt flats jesus and is salt lake like on the side or something or like in the middle in the middle jesus salt lake's down here on the other side of the lake from it oh okay <clears throat> dang yep And I imagine in this reality, it's probably worse than it is right now. <laughs> it's a lot less populous over there. Yep. 
And it's full of worms that are probably turning it into more and more flat. <laughs> Wait, did yep. you say it's a lot less horrible? In... No, more. Oh, well. <laughs> At least there's no traffic. If you've been there now, imagine it worse. <laughs> so, if you if you look at a map in today's vernacular salt lake city is on the south eastern side of the great salt lake yeah i brought and... her up a uh, a satellite view of the area oh okay so it the salt flats the bonneville salt flats are like due east of salt lake city yeah got it big white area right here cool beans <clears throat> yep all right. So there you go. Uh, we'll we'll hand sort of hand wave uh, the conversation with Allie. So presuming you go back to Doctor Seal the next day, and I'm like, please, sir, I want to go. Mm -hmm. So I know I just started, but could please. I have two weeks off? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's for a good reason. We're Wait, where's the stone? The philosopher's stone stuff. Wait. Well, we're working. We're getting there. Where? No, but it's not possibly in the salt flats, is it? Oh yeah. Where are you going? Um, hunting sandworms or saltworms. Saltworms. Sip. Saltworms. Is that okay? Oh. Is that cool? Salty sandworms. I'll bring back some cool Sandy stuff. Sandy saltworms. Oh, you're going into the salt flats to yep. hunt worms. Okay. And he kind of toodles back. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wanders back Moses. behind the bar and he pulls out this big leather book and he Ooh. sets it on the uh, counter and he flips it open and he flaps back some to the back of it and he pulls out a blank piece of paper and he writes out in Dr. Scratch a bunch of plants and herbs that he wants and then parts of um, the saltworm. He wants some blood, some of the tentacles, Excrement. some skin, huh. and he folds it all up. And the vagina. <laughs> I don't know that worms have vaginas. Sandworms do. Oh, okay. <laughs> They, they don't. But the males don't have penises. It's, no. it's a whole yeah. thing. It's a whole thing. They have to go inside. <laughs> the, the males are much smaller. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and suddenly. It's canon now, Pinnacle. <laughs> Had to see your books. What are you afraid of? <laughs> see you guys at Comic Con. I'm hoping you'll be there. <laughs> if they are there, anyway. Um, here's a diagram I drew on the plane. <laughs> Shane, Shane, is this how salt worms mate? <laughs> All right, got boys, I'm going in. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> I thought old... they were salty on the outside. <laughs> okay, I'm cutting that part out. Probably. No, I thought that was good. No, it's. I don't edit yeah. that much. Anyway, continue. Yeah, yeah. Seal hands the uh, uh, letter to 
Allie and says, this is your shopping list. You can, Excellent. <laughs> you can go for two weeks if you bring me back those things. Cool. And then I will... To be fair, it's not like you were planned. It's not like he had, you needed an assistant. <laughs> and then I will show you what you can do with them when you return. Sweet. With Bartholomew convinced to go worming with the rest of the posse, they begin preparations to travel the salt flats for two weeks. Will it be a simple and easy task, or will it be the death of them all? Find out next time on OD&D Presents A Fistful of Dice, A Deadlands Adventure. Everyone.